Okay. Oh, anyway, we're gonna pick up with Esther again. But before I get to Esther, I want to go over here to watch oh, bright pictures in it. Okay. Let's go over here to the book of Psalms. Now, remember the book of Psalms is not just uh, King David wrote nearly a third or half of them or whatever, but uh, they're actually prayers. It's not like, well, hey, boy, I love that verse. That's just, there's no music to it. All we got li- is lyrics. Look at the very first Psalm here just a moment. It's as good as any of them. Oh, the joys who don't follow evil men's advice and don't hang around with sinners. Now, we've all made mistakes, so he's not talking about, well, I'm not going to hang out with you, because you're going to find out Jesus hung out with all of them, and he got in trouble over it. Why does Jesus hang out with such despicable people? Worthless, the scriptures will say. And Jesus is right there with it. He's talking about listening to these guys and doing everything they say. Okay. But they delight in doing everything God wants them to. Hello, your Bible, okay? Day and night, they're always meditating. That's His laws mean the Bible, okay? Thinking about ways to follow. Look at look at this. They are like, that's the reason if you read your Bible when you're in the bathroom, this is going to happen to you. Praise the Lord. Give yourself time to read the scriptures. I love it. A Sunday school teacher told me that and I can't get away. That's almost like I want to wait. That's the reason I have a Bible at every toilet, you know. And, I, and sometimes I will wait to make sure I got my Bible before I go in there. Because what are you doing in there in the first place? You just waiting around, you know. Okay. Look at this. They are like, they who? You and I, this, why have this in your Bible if this is not us? If you're not feeling happy, look at that. The joys. And I've heard that this is so silly. Well, I wouldn't know what happiness was if I didn't have any problems. That is baloney. Baloney. Thankfully, we do know what happiness is, but you don't have to have problems for that. What are we going to happen when the the book of Revelation says all tears be wiped away? We're going to go, well, wait a minute. I'm an American Christian. Those tears made me a better person. (laughs) It's better not to have tears. I'm telling you, it's better. Praise the Lord. They are like trees planted. We can get this. You don't see a bunch of dead trees alongside the Elk River out here or the Flint or whatever, paint rock. Bearing luscious fruit each season without fail. Praise the Lord. Wow. Their leaves shall not wither. And look at that last phrase. I mean, you're stuck with it. I am too. Whatever. And all they do shall prosper. Yeah, but I think prosperity, it it ruins people. It ruins a sinner, the scripture says. It doesn't ruin you, praise the Lord. Okay, but anyway, let me jump to um, another one here. Just a second, let's quickly just do it this way. Uh, I want to go all the way to, let's go to 34. Every one of these prayers, you can use them as a prayer, praise the Lord. Okay, they're too long for verse 1, verse 2, verse 3, because they're 30-something apiece. Some of them are, or some are shorter. I'll praise the Lord no matter what happens. Yeah, that's right. I'm just going to take it all. No, that's not what he said. We do not take it. I'll constantly speak of his glories and grace. Notice he didn't say, I'll constantly thank the Lord that I ran my car off in a ditch. No, no, uh-uh. I'll boast of his kindness to me. Let all who are discouraged, well, I, I feel a little sad today. Well, okay. Take heart. Why? Let's praise the Lord together. Why? I don't feel like praising the Lord. Four, I cried to him and he answered me. Oh, one time. You get one wish. Please. He freed me from all my fears. Others too were radiant because of what he did for them. 
Yeah, but this is spin the wheel, you know, if you're lucky, the Lord. No, 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 it's in your Bible. Look at this. Theirs was no downcast look of, dirt, of, of rejection. Now, notice this. I, very personal, I, this is me. Every time you read the Scriptures, you're going to find out it's either David would be talking about himself, so selfish. Nothing selfish about this because when the Lord blesses you, you can't keep your mouth shut. You're going to tell people about it. You're going to say, man, look, he'll do for you what he did for me. You just believe this. It'll work for you. Others too were radiant for what they did. There was no downcast look of rejection. Look at this. This poor man. Now think of that. That's David. And you know, he could say that. He used to be the youngest of all the brothers, and he was out there just doing nothing but feeding and caring for sheep. And he went directly from there. When Israel was first starting out as a nation, he became the second king. And he still, when he started out, was just a little boy. Remember, he came and he, he killed Goliath, and Saul the king said, Boy, who's your daddy? <laughs> Where are you from? <laughs> you know. The very, can you imagine? From here to there in one giant leap. Why? How did that happen? This is, he, David tells you, I cried to him. Anyway, look at what he says. This poor man cried to the Lord. The Lord heard him, saved him out of his troubles. King James says all his troubles. Now look at this. Here comes this angel stuff. For the angel of the Lord guards and rescues all who reverence him. Now that's you, okay? That's you. Don't be saying it's not me. Wow. Anyway, it comes on and he says, see for yourself the way he, actually one translation says, taste and see that the Lord's good. That's the King James version of this right here. Wow. Wow. Okay. Now let's go back to our, this story about uh, Esther, but let's, let's look at history just a moment. Genesis, the most quoted, ver the most quoted book that Jesus referenced so all is history, Jesus is history and toast and dead wrong if Genesis is wrong. But Genesis isn't wrong. It's right. It'll make you scratch your head and go, wait a minute. Yeah, but that means the earth can't be this old. Well, go look at some young earth evidence. The evidence is on our side. The rings of Saturn are expanding. So guess what? You can clock them. One, two, one, two. But guess what? They wouldn't have been there a billion years ago. They wouldn't have been there. Guess what else? Jupiter. This is so, so exciting. I mean, when you, you get to thinking, gosh, the Bible is true. Okay. Jupiter, remember, is a gas giant. Guess what? It's putting out heat. What happens to something putting out heat? You take a hot potato out of the oven, what does it do? It slowly gets, it's getting down. Guess what? It's still doggone hot. It ain't been out there that long. Mm. Anyway, a lot of cool things. A lot of cool things. One in general, I like to think of being a being just a regular student in America, grew up. Show us the oldest documents of mankind. They got anything beyond six thousand years ago? Well, it's just they disintegrated. <laughs> there was nothing out there. Praise the Lord. Well, we we evolved six thousand years ago. There's no evidence out there. Some people say it's ten thousand. Well, whatever. The evidence is on our side. So, wow. The Bible never references itself like, well, you need to believe this, and we just, no, it's just, it's just, these guys wrote this down. You got Genesis, okay, and then you've got um, the book of Exodus, it's just, you might as well call it all Genesis, this is connected to that, this one's connected, chronologically, all of these are. 
Deuteronomy, when you get to Deuteronomy, now remember this, Exodus just picks up with, there's Moses is in here. This is Abraham and his three kids. I mean, his three generations, Abraham, Isaac, and Jacob. They all wound up in, in, in uh, Egypt. They come out, Leviticus, that's just, they built the tabernacle. The Lord told them how to build this thing. Moses did. Do it right. Worship me only. Okay. These were the rules regarding how the Levites were, not everybody, but the Levites were supposed to operate in there. Okay. Okay. Numbers, it's just what it is. Let's see. Your family, your family, your family. This S3. We had six, seven, eight, nine, ten for Dustin's family. It's the numbers of the people that came out. And then there was history. Here they come. Well, actually, all that was history. But anyway, they come, they go to the promised land and they go, we can't get in there. There's giants in there. Ah. So they wander around for 40 years. They come back again after that's over with. In Deuteronomy, it's a recap. Moses says so. And then Moses dies. Then there's Joshua. Then there's the time for the judges. All this history, 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 Ruth. And then uh, all of a sudden, the nation uh, gets kicked off with King David. I'm, I'm going to say it's really Saul. 1 Samuel, 2 Samuel, 1 Kings, 2 Kings, 1 Chronicles, 2 Chronicles. Boom! It's gone. Totally gone. Nebuchadnezzar wiped them out. Guess what? All these blessings we're talking about here. God said it was only going to be 70 years. This very last chapter said 70 years. Daniel said 70 years. Isaiah said 70 years. And then they went, boom, they're right back. Here they are. They're back. They're back. And then there's that little story. This is during that 70 years. Esther. So here we go. Now, I've already covered this last week, but I'm going to hit the high point so we can get to the fantastic part in the 8th and ninth chapter. All right, so... Notice this is, this is not like, well, this is scripture. It's history. During the third year of reign of King so-and-so, who actually was, Medes and Persians, yeah, who were so. You'd have found that out. Okay, anyway, so the chapter one, this king's got this queen called Vashti. Remember that, Queen Vashti? She was holding a party. Anyway, the king was a little drunk here. He wanted her to come in because she's gorgeous. Nothing wrong with gorgeous women. Notice this, want her to come in. Let's gaze at her beauty. And she said, no, not hardly. Notice what she said. She refused to come. So remember, that's what's going to open up for Esther. So let me speed forward here. So he got rid of Vashti. And his counselor said, hey, bring in the most beautiful. Let's see, remember, notice this. The girl who pleases you the most will be queen instead of Vashti. Well, you know what happens. So anyway, here's this Jew named Mordecai. Okay. He's of the tribe of, see, history. The son of this guy, the son of Kish, the son of Benjamin. Benjamin was one of the 12 sons of, uh, like you say, grandsons of Abraham. They were Isaac's, um, excuse me, they were Jacob's 12 kids. All right, notice this. Here's history. He had been captured when Jerusalem was destroyed by Nebuchadnezzar. So now remember, they are in, ba here they are. They're in Babylon. I guess, man, I lost my nation. I'm not in Jerusalem. Oh. Just trust the Lord wherever you're at. All these blessings are yours. Okay, anyway, here we go. So, anyway, so now you know what's going to happen here. Uh, she winds up being very beautiful, okay? And uh, so she comes in to see the king, whatever. Spends a night with him, whatever. Remember that says these girls were taken to the king's bed, given six months of beauty treatments, whatever. All this kind of stuff. All right. So what's going to happen? Well, we'll see. Remember this book, I'm going to cover it here just real quick, uh, but I want to get to these last two chapters. But this is a great story uh, about how the Lord will protect you. Okay, so anyway, let's see. Uh, 
Yeah, notice this. The king loved Esther more than any of the other girls. Wow. Okay. So he declared her queen. All right, well, fine. Well, what's this all about? Let's go to the next chapter. All right, this king, he appointed a guy by the name of Haman. Hey, man. Okay. He was prime minister. Now, remember, this is not Mickey Mouse kingdoms. This was ruler of the whole world. Known world in that region. Perds and Medes. Uh, whatever. Uh, Persians and Medes. Perds. <laughs> whatever. Persians and the Medes. Remember who comes next? The Greeks. And after the Greeks comes Romans. Okay, we got the Roman Empire. All right. Most powerful official in the empire next to the king himself. Now, you know the way the Lord works. And this is, remember, whatever he does shall prosper. Mordecai is fixing to go from ground zero all the way to this spot right here too. But in the meantime, looks like they're all going to get killed. All right. Anyway, this guy, Haman, oh, he was such an idiot. He hated Mordecai. Why? Because Mordecai didn't bow to him when he came by. Well, doggone, Mordecai already learned from his parents in Israel, man, you bow down to these images and stuff, you're going to fry. You're going to lose your kingdom. That's the reason Shadrach, Meshach, and Abednego, man, we ain't bowing down for that image. We done learned our lesson. I lost my grandpa. I lost my great-grandpa. I lost my mom and my dad. We ain't worshiping no stupid image. <clears throat> All right, so anyway, this guy was so mad about that. All right, but anyway, uh, so this is what this guy did. Oh, uh, he wanted to, uh, Haman, he wanted to destroy all of them throughout the whole kingdom. All Jews, have them all killed. And this was, uh, uh, this time for this action was, they threw dice for it. All right, uh, let's see. And the, anyway, the date was going to be on February. And this is the part I didn't cover last week because this is a calendar date in the Jewish calendar. They celebrate this. Why celebrate something that never happened? It happened. And it's supposed to trigger in your thinking when you roll around and you've got problems and all of a sudden, oh, you're, oh it's February. Well, so what? Oh, wait a minute. Instead of thinking just leap year, you know, or the president's birthday and stuff, all of a sudden we're going, wow, there was, they marked the calendar for a fantastic, and he reached you. God saved all Jews everywhere when this happened. All right, anyway. Anyway, this guy, he, he, told, he told the kings, look, I'll pay for this $20, $20 million for, to purge all this. I'm going to speed forward. Anyway, okay, so two weeks later, hey, man, boy, he wrote all these dictated letters, sent them out all over the known world. And it was, look at this. Look at this. Sent by the messengers into all provinces of the empire decreeing that Jews, young, old, women, and children must be killed on the following year. And all their property taken, given to those who kill them. You kill a Jew, you get their property. I saw a headline, oh, whatever, a little news thing the other day, and they got this school teacher in Texas. And she was a, uh, she's a, you know, from that bunch trying to kill Christians, Muslims, yeah, whatever, the ones that are out of control, you know what I'm talking about. But she was told by her friends, go, she was going back to, uh, going back to, you know, to the Middle East, and her friend wrote her and said, yeah, kill some Jews while you're there. I mean, what? Just hatred for these people. Kill them. Well, that's what, they, that's what this guy was all about. Okay, anyway, so now Mordecai, remember Mordecai is her uncle, Esther's uncle. Boy, when he learned what happened, he was upset. He was crying in, in the gates and all this stuff. And all the Jews, they were all crying, carrying on. Anyway, Esther finds out about it, tries to um, tell him that, uh, I mean, she, she didn't know what was going on. Oh, uh, let's see. Oh, yeah, here we go right here. So Mordecai had actually told her, says, look, uh, oh, uh, let me catch this. I'm in the fourth chapter here. 
Anyway, bottom line is Esther says, All the world knows that whether man or woman, whoever goes before the king without being summoned is doomed to die unless the king holds out his gold scepter and the king's not called me to come to him in more than a month. It's almost like, I guess I'm not as pretty a chick as I used to be. <laughs> I don't know about this. You know. But anyway, look what her uncle says. Do you think you're going to escape when all the other Jews are going to get killed? If you keep quiet at a time like this. Now look at this phrase. God will deliver the Jews from some other source. Boy, do you see the... God's going to get you out no matter what. But he tells his niece, or his niece, uh, but, uh, but you and your relatives will die. What's more can... Uh, who can say, but God has not brought you to the palace at a time like this? In other words, stand up and go in there. And she says, okay. She basically says, I don't read this part. She says... Tell everybody to fast and pray. What a waste of time. There's no such thing as God. Are you kidding? She believed it because she thinks to go walk in there. She says, you get everybody to pray, and I'm going in there before the king. And she says, if I die, I die, but I'm going in there. She had made up her mind, I'm going in there. Boy, of course, you know the story. She goes in there, and the king goes, hey, baby, come on. He, he let her come on. All right. So anyway, let me speed forward. What happens next? So she gets in there. She put on her royal robes, and boy, I mean, look at that. He welcomed her holding the golden scepter. Well, anyway, he says, what do you want? I'll give it to you half of the kingdom. Oh, boy. Well, she wanted to get this, uh, uh, the, get, uh, you know, her, the Jews from being uh, executed. So anyway, um, uh, all she said was, hey, have dinner with me tomorrow night. And so uh, he says, okay, and also bring Haman. Okay. Anyway, that night the king couldn't sleep the next chapter and he read the, the funny books. No, historical records. That's the reason all these things are great. And he came across how Mordecai had rescued the day. He, he overheard a couple of guys going to assassinate the king. And Mordecai, being a good man, he says, King, there's a couple of guys out there. They're going to assassinate you tonight. Well, the king checked them out and had them all killed. Anyway, he said, hey, did we ever re reward Mordecai for this? Anyway, uh, <clears throat> they said no. Anyway, bottom line was, hey, man, uh, <clears throat> He had to go out and do some special things for him because he said, hey, bring out the royal robes and let this guy wear them. And it just humiliated Haman because he thought doing this great reward was going to be toward him. But he was talking about uh, uh, Mordecai. Anyway, also Haman at this time wanted to have Haman killed. Uh, uh, he wanted to have him executed. So anyway, here's the big night when they came for the dinner here. Haman... Uh, the king and Haman came to Esther's banquet again during the wine course. The king says, what's your petition? Come on, baby. What do you want? I'll give it to you. Half my kingdom. Queen Esther replied, if I've won your favor, and if it please your majesty, save my life and the life of my people. What? For I and my people have been sold to those who d will destroy us. We are doomed to destruction and slaughter. If we were only to be sold as slaves, perhaps I could take that, but uh, even then I wouldn't be too much fun. Okay. Oh, even though that would be an incalculable damage to the king. Notice this. Who are you talking about? The king said. Now remember, this guy's a historical figure. He's out there. Okay. Esther replied, this wicked Haman. <gasps> Boy, Haman knew he was in trouble. Haman grew pale with fright before the king, and he jumped to his feet and went out to, to uh, excuse me, Oh, Haman, back up. Haman grew pale with fright before the king and the queen. Then the king jumped up to his feet. I mean, he was hot. And he went into the garden uh, as Haman stood up to plead for his life to Queen Esther. Now think about this. The king thinks that much about you. He was so mad. He wasn't like, well, I don't care. Where's the next girl? You know? He loved Esther. He did. 
Now, how did all this happen? Because God loves you and I. God so loved the world. He gave His only begotten Son that whoever believes in Him. Whoever. The whole kingdom. Whoever. Anyway, boy, you see the story. Will he even rape the queen? Remember, this Haman's already pulling on her skirt and whatever. Oh, please, please. Boy, the king's so mad. Anyway, the king has him killed. All right, now, let's go. Here we go. This is the part we didn't get last week. On the same day, King Ahasuerus gave the estate of Haman to the Jews' enemy, to Queen Esther. Mordecai was brought in before the king. Mordecai, that's her uncle. For Esther had told the king that he was her cousin and foster father, that she was her or his cousin. The king took off his ring, look at that, which he had taken from Haman, gave it to Mordecai, appointing him as the prime minister. And I've mentioned this before. Same thing happened with Jacob. Same thing happened with one of his sons, Joseph, went all the way second to Pharaoh. Same thing happened with Daniel during the same time frame. Daniel was prime minister under King Darius. Wow. Wow. Put him in charge. But now remember, the whole nation has been, and there was not electronic mail. For over uh, nearly, however long it's been, it, I don't know what the time, it could have been, they only had like eight months. All Jews everywhere in February, and that was springtime, so this is probably late summer. Those orders are still out there. Kill them. All right, so here's what happens. Once more Esther came before the king, falling down at his feet, begging him uh, with tears to stop Haman's plot against the Jews. Well, Haman's dead already. The king, look at that, held out the golden scepter. She was in there again. He let her in. Come on, baby. Wow. If it please your majesty, if you love me, look at that, if you love me, send out decrees reversing Haman's orders to destroy the Jews throughout the province. For how can I endure it to see my people butchered or destroyed? Well, this is a, this is a metaphor. This is heaven. There ain't no butchery going on in heaven. This is history. This is now. This is your protection. The king, then the king, her, uh, her said to the queen and to Mordecai the Jew, look at that bunch, top of the world and two Jews. This is you and I right here. This is you and I. I've given Esther the palace of Haman. I've hanged, uh, who he's been hanged on the gallows. He tried to destroy you. Now go ahead and send messages to the Jews. Look what he says. Telling them whatever you want in the king's name and seal it with the king's ring so that it cannot be reversed. Well, you better hurry though. Well, here's what happened. Boy, immediately the king's secretaries were called in. Uh, oh, there's the date. On the 23rd, this, remember it was April, so it's only been three months. 23rd of, of the month of July, and they wrote, as Mordecai dictated. Isn't that great? A decree to the Jews and officials, governors, princes, all the provinces. Remember, all the way to Ethiopia, 127. We'll just say nearly big as the United States or whatever. Probably bigger. The decree was translated in languages, dialects. Well, I didn't know it. It wasn't written in the Humpy Dumpy. <laughs> it was translated in your language. You got it. Mordecai wrote in the name of the king. Isn't that something? Jesus has told us in uh, John chapter 14, whatever you ask in my name, I'll do it. He said in John 16, whatever you ask in my name. He said it twice, over and over. Sealed it with the king's ring and sent the letters by swift carriers. Boy, do you see the hand of the Lord here? Get it out there fast. Boy, look at the details. We've got riders on camels, mules, young dromedaries used in the king's service. Wow. This decree gave the Jews everywhere permission to unite in the defense of their... Oh, well, we don't have no protection. No, 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 no. Turn the other cheek. Baloney! Jesus is coming back on a white horse. 
And he's got a sword. He's got an army. I posted that on Facebook the other day because just, just some of these things. It's just We do not roll over and play dead. The night Jesus was crucified, he asked his 12 disciples, anybody got a sword? And they go, well, we got two over here. Good enough. Two swords? What for? Well, if you remember what happened that night, everybody's running for their life. He was then trying to protect them too. He was going to give his life, but everybody else should defend your own. One guy had a, remember he had a white sheet on and he's, Jesus has already got captured and he's sneaking in and they tried to grab him and what happened to him? He's the first noticed. <laughs> you know, after Adam or whatever, he took off naked, the scripture says. Well, he shouldn't have turned, <laughs> he should have turned the other cheek. Just let him take him. No. Run, 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 run. All right. Anyway. So here they go. He said they should fight for their families, destroy all the forces opposed to them, and take, look at that, take their property. The chosen, the day chosen for this throughout the province of King Harassus was the 28th day of February. It further stated that a copy of this degree, decree must be recognized everywhere as law, broadcast to all the people, uh, so that the Jews would be ready and prepared to overcome their enemies. Remember, there was no radio. This was it. No TV. The mail went swiftly, carried by the king's courier, speeded by the king's commandment. You know, that's the reason I just don't take, I just get a little blessing, just a little blessing. It, God doesn't want you to have a little blessing. It's your whole life is supposed to be blessed. Praise the Lord. Mordecai put on the royal robes, blue and white, and a great crown of gold. Now, where does he get off of this at? The Lord blessed him. Jeremiah promised this same 70-year bunch that went off into captivity. Daniel, Shadrach, Meshach, Abednego, and all these people. He says, I've got a plan and a future for you. That's in Jeremiah 29. All that, that was for that time frame. It's always our time frame. Okay. So go out and with the outer cloak of fine linen purple and went out in the presence of the king throughout the city filled with... Sh uh, the streets filled with shouting. The Jews had joy and gladness and were honored everywhere. I guess so. We ain't going to die. And in every city, in every province, as the king decreed, the Jews were filled with joy and had great celebration. Look at that. Declared a holiday. Whoops. Let's get that out of the way. Declared, and many Jews of the land pretended to be Jews. Look at that. Oh, I'm a Jew. <laughs> they want to lose. They want to lose their life. All right, here we go. Last chapter here, we already covered Ten's real short anyway. Okay, all right, ninth chapter. So, 28th day of February, uh-oh, execution day, the two day, the day, the two decrees of the king were put into effect. The days the Jews' enemies had hoped to vanquish them, though it turned out quite the contrary. Praise the Lord. The Jews gathered in their cities throughout the king's provinces to defend themselves against any who might try to harm them, but no one tried. Wow. They were greatly feared. All the rulers of the provinces, the governors, officials, aides, they helped the Jews. Praise the Lord. That's the reason a lot of people today in America, they get so ticked off at our government trying to not back the, the nation of Israel. You don't think it's because we're so smart. It's the Lord. Praise the Lord. And we're part of that. So here we go. So Mordecai was a mighty name in the king's palace. His fame was known throughout all the province for he had become more and more powerful. Wow. Well, look what happened. But the Jews went ahead on that day, appointed day, and slaughtered their enemies. They killed 500 men in Shushan. They also killed the 10 sons of Haman. You know, he was the one that's against them, the Jews' enemy. Here's the list of those guys. Uh, they did not try to take Haman's property. That evening, when the king was informed of the number of those slain in Shushan, he called for Queen Esther. Boy, he's calling her now. Look at that. 
Uh, the Jews killed 500 men in Shusan alone, he said, and so Haman's 10 sons, also Haman's, if they've done that here, I wonder what's happened in the rest of the provinces. But now, what more do you want? It'll be granted to you. He said, is that enough? You need more? <laughs> Esther says, hey, give us one more day. We'd like to have one more day. And the king says, knock yourself out. So Esther said, if it please your majesty, let the Jews who are here at Shusan do it again tomorrow. And let the, the Haman's ten sons be hanged on the gallows. The king agreed. The decree was announced at Shushan. That's just like Decatur. It's just a town. They hung the bodies of the Haman's ten sons. The Jews at Shushan uh, uh, gathered together the next day and they killed 300 more. Wow. But they took no property. Meanwhile, the Jews throughout the king's provinces had gathered together, stood for their lives, and destroyed all their enemies, killing 75,000 of those that hated them. Remember, the Bible says, I'll bless those that bless you, and I'll curse those that curse you. I mean, shoot. It's useless to try to fight against God's people. And this is not a spinning wheel. Maybe the Lord will. Maybe He won't. No, it's all the time. Here's, here's your holiday. But they did not take their goods. The province, this was done on the 28th day of February. The next day they rested, celebrating their victory with feasting and gladness. But the Jews at Shushan went on killing their enemies the second day, and they rested. The next day was feasting and gladness. So the Jews, in that, uh, so, and so it is that the Jews in the unwalled villages throughout Israel to this day have an annual celebration on the second day, Christmas. Look at that. They gave gifts to each other. What did you give me that for? I'm just thankful I'm still alive. My great-grandparents, my great-great-great-great-great-grandparents were headed for a great slaughter, and I can give you this toy here, whatever. Why are you doing that, Grandpa? Because God saved us, and he's going to save you too. Mordecai wrote a history of these events, sent out letters to Jews near and far throughout the province, encouraging them, look at that, to declare an annual holiday. Please. What's another holiday that they did? Passover. And it's not the Easter one we talk about. Passover was the death angel, jumped over us, didn't mess with us. Praise the Lord. Glory. That's the real story of Jesus. <clears throat> he was our Passover. The scripture says so in 1 Corinthians 5. Jesus is our Passover. All right. So the Jews adopted Mordecai's suggestion and began the annual custom as a reminder of the time when Haman, that idiot, son of Hamadatha the Agite, the enemy of all Jews, had plotted to destroy them and was determined by throwing a dice to remind them that when the matter came before the king, he issued a decree and Haman's plot boomeranged and he and his sons were hailed. That is why this celebration is called, look at that, Purim. Because it's the word for throwing dice. Wow. The Jews throughout the realm agreed to inaugurate this tradition and pass it to their descendants who all became Jews. Remember the New Testament calls us Jews. If ye be Christ, your Abraham's seed, heirs according to the promise. That's the reason we have this in our Bible. It's ours. Otherwise, we don't need to be reading it. Oh, it's not ours. It's ours. All right. Declare that they would, and they declared they would never fail to celebrate these two days at the appointed time each year. It would be an annual event from generation to generation, and hence is why we looked at it today. Wow! Celebrated. Oh, we got the oh, the Lord. Oh, that's the reason we don't have any miracles today. All we think it's oh, in a big turban. Oh, we don't realize it's the bread of His presence. We don't realize this was called the light of the Lord. When people went by the tabernacle, they looked and they praise the Lord, God's here, hallelujah. And he's in our heart today. There's supposed to be joy. 
It's the reason kids don't come out as little babies. They're, they're going, oh. No, they're happy. They're giggling. They're dancing. Little kid learns to walk. He's going. Everybody's laughing. Kids are funny. Dogs are funny. Praise the Lord. It's happiness. Wow. All right. So that the memory of what happened would never perish. Wow. Meanwhile, meanwhile, Queen Esther, what about her? Wow. Daughter of Abihel, later adopted by Mordecai, had written a letter throwing her full support behind Mordecai's letter inaugurating this feast. Wow. Remember, she's queen. In addition, letters were sent to the Jews all over the place. Okay. Of goodwill, encouragement to confirm these two days. Wow. They're serious about this. Yeah. They're serious. Wow. Uh, anyway, the Jews themselves decided upon this tradition as remembrance of time of national fasting and prayer. So the commandment of Esther confirmed these dates, and it was now recorded into law, and we, we covered 10. But anyway, notice in 10, you know, Mordecai the Jew. Uh, let's see, there was, uh, anyway, that, that's, that's all there is to it right there. His great deeds, the full account of his. Notice, this is cool. It was, it was in the book of the Chronicles of the Kings. That's not our Chronicles. Other folks had wrote about this. Oh, we're, we don't want to let people, we don't want people to know that. Oh, it's, it's true, this stuff happened. Father.